nice things. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another fun-packed, thrill-filled edition of Nice Things. Nice Things. The antidote to modern living. And joining me, Sir Michael Livesley, this week we have... My name is Paul Carmichael, and last week I learned for the first time that there are remarkable laxative effects to sugar-free sweeties. And I blame you for this, Sir Michael Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, this is new to you, is it? Oh, yes. Completely new. Because previously, obviously, I wouldn't think about such things as sugar-free sweeties. Because Ugh. what's the point? Right. So I'd have nice, normal sweeties. Yes. Then you come at me with a keto diet. Give it a go. Hmm. Uh, but... Then, of course, there was a feasting last weekend, wasn't there? Oh, there certainly was. A, there was. A giant feasting. A huge feasting to celebrate your 50th, which is rather oh, lovely. 30th. Uh, uh, yes, 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 I recall. Yes, and then yeah, the no. next day, I, I thought I'd want to, oh, fancy a sweetie, but oh, sugar-free, uh, whilst I'm in the local Aldi doing the shopping. Ah, you mean those little boxes by the tail of sugar-free thing? Oh, the ones, yes. Yes. Yes, I didn't realise what sugar-free sweeties do. Oh, yeah. I had yeah, no idea. Yeah. Absolutely oh, yeah. no idea. So I, I got the mints, the ones that look like, you know, Foxy's, Foxy's Glacier Mints. Foxy which I, Mints. Foxy Mints. I always like yes. those with the little Ooh. cartoon animals. Ah, so, Foxy Minks. Yes. Had Several three Foxy Minks. Oh, did you? Three Foxy Minks. Three Foxy Minks. Minks. And, yeah, almost killed me. Oh, I mean, good. I was on the verge of prolapsing. In fairness, as I um, shared... Uh, I was in the cubicle next to you in the lavatory <laughs> at, at half time at the oh. great eating. Um, oh. I don't think you needed sugar free sweets. I really didn't, no. I mean, it was already free flowing. Uh, but Just a bit. But then, uh, thoroughly clean. Now, what's that thing people used to do in the 90s where they'd stick hoses Purging. up their asses? No, no, no. Hose up the arse. That thing. No, um, no, there was a different name for it, wasn't there? Oh, I only knew it as... I, I The old word I knew for it was purging. Colonic irrigation. Oh, I see. You do that with a hot water bottle under your arm, like a bag, pair of bag, uh, set of bagpipes. Well, you might. I couldn't possibly comment on it. I wouldn't. No, absolutely not. own private kingdom. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, like that, but without the need to stick the hose up or put the water uh, supply on. Just basically yes. three Aldi mints. Poof. Gone. Clearly minty. It's like opening the torpedo doors on a submarine. I mean, not only does it ensure that they are thoroughly empty, but the salt water washes them out, one presumes. So. The old colonics. Yeah. Yeah. People swore by them, didn't they? They used to they say, really what the fuck are you sticking that up my ass for? <laughs> they so, did, um, yes. just before we were on air, we were speaking of old Elizabethan sayings, weren't we? Were, we? yeah. And you'd never heard the one about uh, when the king catches a cold. Uh, the peasants get pneumonia. Never heard that before. But... <coughs> Ooh, oh dear! I feel like you I've got it cold. Now. Oh no! You caught the cold after I had one earlier in the week. Though, yes, your convenient cold. The Carmichael convenient cold. It's twenty-four hour little malady, you know. But uh, yes. no, I'd never heard that phrase. Never heard it before. Yeah, there's a couple, isn't there? There's all of his swans are geese. <coughs> Oh, right, okay, yes. It's a real insult because, you know, you're not in the uh, favour of the nobility, so you're not allowed swans. No, absolutely. I wonder if there's also a lovely connection there with the old Winchester geese, which is what they called the prostitutes, of course. Well, it could be, couldn't it? Ah, it could yes. be that all these fine ladies are prostitutes. It could be, absolutely. It could be. What was the, what's the saying again? Say it again. All of his swans are geese. Right, yes, absolutely then. So he's got all of it. There's court of ladies, but they're all 
Dirty Ladies of the Night. That's what ah, I mean. Ah, fascinating dimension I've never considered. Yeah. Oh, and I the like one that. I really love is the mm. one that <clears throat> John Pertwee sort of slid into Wurzel's vernacular, mm. which was the Elizabethan for I'll be fucked, which was, well, I'll be Bozzy McCood. I'll be Bozzy McCood. Oh, I didn't know. I that. didn't know. I read an interview with Pertwee where he said that he'd slid in this uh, effectively... Um, you know, top-rated swear word. Excellent. Well, I'll be Buzzy McCood. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't know why what? it means fucked. I think it's probably French, isn't it? Buzzy Macau, Bossway Macau or something. I don't know. McCur. I don't know. It could be. Or could it be Scottish? With the Could be out. Could... And the band's dead. We can't ask him. We can't, no. Oh, oh, sadly, well, there we go. Sadly. Have you had a nice Saturday, then? Um, So far, yes. I've had rather a nice Saturday. What have I done? Oh, well... I've got the boxing well, delight no, soundtrack. No, listen. No, <laughs> no <laughs> don't no, shut up. No, no. I've got, I've got the box of delight soundtrack out. Ah, very Had nice. Two. Had oh, so two. it's time, is it? Oh, it is time. I feel I've left it quite long enough. Um, <laughs> which leads me to a question for you. Well, two questions yes. actually. My first question is this: When did soft mood lighting become a thing? Because I remember in the eighties, early eighties. Big light. We had the big light, and the big light went on. That was it. And we just had one big light yes. hanging down. We did have a standard lamp, but yes, that was like a, a th- one of them. But that was they were like a thousand watts, and if you were to look at them, it was like mm. it would cause melting of the upturned eyeball. To I still love the Watkins. shades on them, tasselly fellas. You could take them off and wear them as a hat, of course. Ooh, do impressions with that, like Father Ted. Um, yes, <laughs> like Father <laughs> yes, Ted did. Yes. Um, I think mm. I think it came with the invention of the pearl light bulb. When was that? Because the pearl light bulb was able to give diffused light. Yeah, well, it's diffused light, isn't it? But it's awful. It's no no point because you can't read by it. <coughs> Can you Can read you? by it? Well, no, you Probably. can't. I because I, I have this aversion to electricalness. Yeah, I like to light the fire, and yes. I've got one of them uh, head torches. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and right, really? And I'll sit there with them on, and read my books with you with your headlights strapped to your head, like a miner, sir. Okay, like fair enough. Well, no, that suits it because obviously, beyond the confines of your nice thing studio, there essentially it is rather like a Victorian film set. It is, and um, one expects Greta to see Thunberg. the ghost of Charles Dickens masturbating in an armchair in the corner, just out before of his, shot. I mean, before the his little nap, light yes. on, you might you, you might catch the sort of glisten of the end of it. But, but it's, <laughs> it's Nothing to yes. see here. I, no, I, no. I picture. Obviously, we all picture uh, Simon Cowell. Not, not, no, not Cowell. <laughs> I've got Simon Cowell, Simon Cadell, and I can't yeah. find the right one. <clears throat> Four weddings and a funeral. Callow. Uh, Callow, Simon Callow, that's it. See, they're all named too much. I mean, one of them is the, you know, Jeffrey Fur brother. Yes. Simon Cadell. Yeah. And the other one's that sort of weird fella. Have you seen him this week? The the melty face on him. What the fuck is that all about? Is it proportionate? Is there a sort of graph, a line graph you can draw with money and, like, what's the word, repugnancy or something? You know, well, you it, just get steadily uglier, like a rolled doll thing. Well, he's ha- he's obviously had work done, hasn't he? He's had his eyes done to make them all a bit sort of permanently like open, permanently open, yes, and sort of like a bit narrow. So it does look a bit whoa, odd, um, yeah. bit a little bit strange. But, it's just uh, weird, man. It is really weird. But then, do you remember the Beast of Wildenstern, as they called her? Does that ring a bell? Is that that um, like 
Fashion heiress or whatever she was called. That's it. She was called Jocelyn something. Mm. It was Jocelyn Wildenstern. And then she had all the work done. And then I saw a picture of her this week. And she's 82. And it looks like her face has begun to suck itself in. It's crazy, it's just, man. You know, it's all everything's gone sort of compact in the middle of her head. And what I don't like... understand is... Hmm. What I don't understand is this, right? right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, how can I phrase this? So, first of all, let me begin mm. okay. with you can't improve yeah. upon nature. Right. Right? That's okay. what I believe. And there's a phenomena whereby... Have you noticed as you're getting older, like, you know, what you would have considered ancient ladies are now attractive? Because you've sort of reached the same age. Yes. Because <clears throat> I remember, so Dave Allen does a great routine. He says, I saw this film when I was 18. He tells you the film. And right. it had some film star in it, famous one. And he's like, and I watched that. I thought, God, oh, oh, God, it's horrible. It's repulsive and all that. And he said, I saw it last week. I thought, I quite fancy her. <laughs> and, and so I think, certainly from my own perspective, as I have aged, my mm. perception of beauty has aged. Yeah. So therefore... Uh, you know, it's this it's this reluctance, I suppose, to accept Anno Domini and to and to want to look younger, but you don't look younger. You all look they all look like Joan Rivers, don't they, eventually? Yeah. Well what Joan Rivers after she'd Joan Rivers her face up. Yeah. Yes, absolutely they do. Yeah. yeah. All it's of a them. weird phenomenon. I don't understand why pe- why people think they're improving on nature. You can't. It's a strange one, isn't it? Because I remember Leslie Ash from Men Behaving the Badly. Enough. Yeah, the lips. She had the lips done, but didn't mm. she then have some horrific reaction yeah. or something? Finished and her it, career, didn't it, more or less? Finished her career, nearly killed. He would stick her to a car window. as like the toy. fellow. Yeah, um, but acting-wise, possibly not. But, <laughs> no, um, so I remember her having it done, and it went very badly wrong, but that was a long time ago, and you kind of think, we've learned. hasn't it improved since? No. And then you look at Simon Cowell and you go, no, it hasn't at all. It ain't. It ain't at all. It's just such a bizarre thing. I mean, surgery? No. No. You know, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But no. obviously, unfortunately, you know, it comes to many of us, and there's no choice. You've got to have these procedures done mm. willingly to make yourself look like Joan Rivers. Okay, so here's a question for you. Oh, if- it looks like David Guest, doesn't he now? He does actually, yes. Yeah. So ironed, ironed face. Yeah. So here's a question. Let's Horrible. say, for example, we've got there's a the, the Gestapo come into that room and yes. they say to you, "You've got to have one procedure done. Yeah, uh, you've got to, something. You've got to have something. <clears throat> what would you choose? And if you don't, then they'll shoot you. What would you um, choose? Ingrowing toenail correction. Is that cosmetic or medical? Though? Oh, I see. Well, if you're into feet. Well, I, I suppose so. I but once let's... had to sack a boy for looking at foot pornography. <laughs> I did. Did I did. You? Honestly, yes. Yeah. Because... Come on, was, explain. So it's when I was an IT manager, and yeah. uh, we had a admin account. <clears throat> so it got round all our internet-y blocks and stuff right. like that. And little did I know, when he was having his jam sandwiches at lunchtime, he yes. was using the admin account to go on all this foot fetish porn. So, he was only a young lad as well. Oh. And, um, yeah, anyway, this got busted. I don't know who busted him, but someone saw him looking at all this stuff. <clears throat> and um, the next thing you know, <clears throat> we've got his mum in. And it's just like all the printouts on the table. I'm just like that, looking at. Did this person window. work for you? Or Yeah, well, he was an apprentice. Oh, right. So, oh, my God, your mum coming in on that. I mean, so he's... Oh, I felt so fucking sorry for it. And to be honest with you, it was funny. 
the stuff he'd been looking at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, I mean, foot palm, it's like, whatever, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, fast forward 18 months' time, you know, he obviously got let go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, uh, well, my secretary... Uh, right, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, my secretary went to return a pair of shoes to Freeman, Hardy and Willis. And right. guess who was behind the counter? Oh. <laughs> she was just like, she said, I didn't know where to put me face. Well, no. No. So, so uh, well, I know where he'd like you to put your face. Yes. And your feet. Yeah. Um, but oh anyway, God. so that could be considered cosmetic if it was my old apprentice. Right. But you've got okay. to have something done to your face, are you saying? I'm saying something like that, yeah. What would I have done? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, you go first. Oh, God. Yes. The Gestapo were here. Oh, well, all right. Could I get something done so I didn't have to shave quite as often? Electrolysis. That'd do. What's that do? But the beard suits you. You look hey. like a sort of Rabelaisian character, oh. don't you? You look oh, Falstaffian. Okay. Oh, no, I'd go with that. Then. <clears throat> right. Well, yeah, except that if I could be bothered, I could sort of like shave it sort of slightly square at the sides and it would look actually deliberate rather than just lazy. But I can't be bothered at all. No. Absolutely no, not. No, no, people go on about how oh, you're meant to have a, a neckline, don't they? Oh, all that, yes. And I, oh, no. I Good can't. God, you can't improve on nature. Maybe I Because surely that. that would basically mean that I was shaving every day anyway, in which case I may as well shave properly, rather than just doing a, a neckline and, and little square bits. What's the point of that? I no. couldn't be asked. No, no, absolutely not. No. <clears throat> all right, well, have your beard done. Mm. I think I'd go with the... I think I'd try and uh, convince Oberleutnant von Genschler, um, that that nature, you can't improve on nature. Which point, he'd probably put a luger to me head. He would, in this case, you would be shot. It's, mm. That's it. All right, what mm. would I have done? Oh, man. Can you have more teeth put in? Yeah, go on. I'll have, some, I'll have a second set of teeth. Oh, so you'd be like a shark? Yeah. <laughs> shark so, man. Yeah, okay, well, yes. let's go with that. So, what, a full set, just behind the current ones? Just the uh, canines. Oh, okay. So when they fall out, just like a shark, you've got others that you can push forward. I could look like... What's he in now? <laughs> What's the that Gruffalo? guy in? I don't know. Ah, it's in Time Bandits, isn't it? The, the guy with the tusks. Oh. When they're yes. on the boat. So, so the Gestapo are there. They're not hmm. only saying that we're going to shoot you... If you don't, but they're also obviously they're going to pay for it, and it's German efficiency, so it'll be a good procedure. And your <clears> choice <throat> is tusks. Tusks. We'll go with tusks. <laughs> I'd be that'd be all right though. You would have no shortage of ladies. All the ladies like tusks, you know. Do they? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> they're into all sorts these days. Well, you see, as you get older, like I say, your your sort of your metric for attraction degrades, and you start and, to look and, for people who look like a walrus. And the tusks yeah. are all right. I would the, call myself Papa Walrus. Papa Walrus. Papa Walrus will see you now. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, <coughs> but yeah, I think Gestapo would let you have that. Well, they would. They oh. do out. Yeah, they're crazy. They were, yes. Th- those guys are crazy. Absolutely. It's been it? a it's been a week for for Nazis and stuff like that. Has it? It has. Yes, the internet's where, been where, alive with it. Are they back? I haven't seen them in the village, and one would think this would be the first place they'd come to. I suppose, in a way, they are back. I mean, that's um, well, it's all the the business with Kanye West, isn't it? 
Now, this is when you sent me a message on WhatsApp. Yes. And I was terribly confused, because what did you... You just put Kanye West and Alex Jones. No, I said, have you seen this? Yeah, but you actually... Yeah, something like that. But no, it was something like, have you seen Kanye West on Alex Jones? And Did I say that? I can't remember what I said, but yeah. As I recall, I I recall, I replied saying, I don't know what a single word of this means. I don't know what any of this means, which I love. Because immediately... Immediately, I was thinking of the woman off the one show, and I'm thinking, if something's happened on the one show, BBC television, I'd have heard of it. You would have heard. You I would have heard so if Kanye West assumed, had been on the one show. I assumed you were making some sort of a mistake here, but apparently not. Um, so, um, no, the internet was alive with it the other night. Well, I, I watched your video that you said. So what's he doing? Right, let's let's work out what's going on here. Why is I he don't know. a stocking <clears throat> over his face? He's put a stocking over his face and gone on... Uh, shouty man's show, right? And being incredibly, incredibly beyond the pale, controversially. Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. beyond anything you've ever heard. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to come across these... as an old lefty, but it did feel a bit full on, really. <sighs> Just a bit. Just a bit insane. I don't know what I find fascinating is because. We're uh, men of a certain vintage. Well, I'm 30 and you're whatever. 28. 28. So we're men of a certain vintage. So we don't really understand. You see, for me, right, people like Beyonce or Kanye West or Kaiser Chiefs or something like that, right? To me, that's all like really new and shiny. Well, yeah, it is. No, it isn't. We're old. No, we're but, old. Well, this is like well, I, they are like pop stars from fifteen years ago or something, aren't they? Well, right, okay. So Kanye West is a, a song singer, sing song songwriter, singer, a rapper. Oh, so my only frame of reference for Kanye West is uh, when he did Glastonbury on his own. Right. <laughs> well, it was a big stink, wasn't it? Because you know it's Glastonbury and he didn't have a band. Why didn't he have a band? Because he doesn't need one. He's a rapper. So he just went on stage on his own, shouting. He just went on... He headlined Glastonbury, <laughs> shouting. Yeah, I suppose it was. I don't know. I've never seen it. Because this is this is what I'm saying. Do you know what, Paul? This is probably 20 years ago that we're talking about. I know. I know. We're out of circulation, dear boy. I remember Pulp uh, being on Glastonbury. It was probably 30 years ago. Oh. Anyway, glossing over the fact that we are... Way out of circulation. Oh. <clears throat> Apparently not. Apparently, in our absence, mm-hmm. Kanye's had a career where he's become the biggest star in the world. Doing what? Shouting at people? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the point is. It's a big... There's a lot of money in it, obviously. We should start it. What, just shouting? Yes. I don't see the point We're of shouting it. shouting no, I like that rap record that uh, Adriana Salantano did, the old prison call on Tonight Tuesday. Oh, that's rap. That's brilliant. And I'll, that won't go any further than that, No, really. No. No, anyway, so he's become a global megastar, right? Probably the most famous person in the world. I know we don't know this, but then we wouldn't, because our <laughs> idea of a global me- megastar is... John Stride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Our... Um... You know, Harry Tube or something like that. We yes. we know nothing. So anyway, he's become a global megastar. Right. Married a Kardashian. A what? A Kardashian. Oh, the women who don't do anything. The big assed women. Yeah, who don't do a thing. Yeah, that's that's a good gig, isn't it? 
No, because I don't understand what the point is. If you had a line of perfume out, right, and you were a billionaire, right, think laterally. You've got got £1.4 billion in the bank, Paul, right? Okay. Okay. That Crossroads Eldorado crossover? Right. Uh, It's worth making a perfume for, isn't it? Well, it is, but I wouldn't yeah. put myself on television doing that. I'd put I'd put my Spanish crossroads oh, on. Oh, my ass, you wouldn't be on the television. No, I mean, I wouldn't want a TV show that was just about you'd me. You'd start your own just... channel. Let's be honest. Yes, all right, yes, I would. And yes. you'd insist on doing e- the, the evening address or the good night address or something like that. Just to make sure it was done properly. Just to make sure it was done properly and potentially a thought to start the day. Yes. Right, so there we go. So you'd be there. You wouldn't have your right, ass but... out on the internet, I don't think. Oh, I wouldn't have done that. No, no. that's common. Well, you know, the, the shouty man. I wouldn't want him hanging around just shouting in the background like there's something no. wrong with him. No, well, Is there something wrong to. with this man, then? Is that the I, issue? I think so. I what, think like? so. Just barking. <sighs> you t- Yeah, barking. That's right. my that's my outside opinion. I've never he... seen out like that. Because, I've never seen I mean, out like that. Go back 40 years ago, and if you wanted a shouty man being racist, you'd have put the Frost programme on and watched Enoch Powell. But no, then people were saying, well, this isn't right. And now apparently, what, is it right? What are people saying about oh, him on this programme? No. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, right, good. No, this is it. It's over for him. Good. Well, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've, the stuff. I can't believe anyone in the public eye would say such things, but there you go. Um, he obviously thinks them. You know, so this chap now we don't now we don't need to know about him is the point. So he's come, right? He's become the biggest star in the world. No filth. He's become the biggest star in the world for shouting. And now he's about to sink back into obscurity, and Good. we slept through it all. And this has taken about fifteen years. Oh God, comfortably probably twenty. Not I know, dear. Not a clue. It's, it's all passing us by. We're sliding down oily rainbows, aren't we? Well, good. I yeah. hope so. I don't yeah. know. I don't want any of this. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, it broke the internet the other night. Did it? Apparently so. Well, what's that mean? Does it mean so many people watched it? <clears throat> I don't that know. The I was reading my book up? with me. Ed Torch on, wasn't I? So, uh, no, I was. I was googling the one show to see if something <laughs> had gone wrong. <laughs> no, that was the day after. You've got to remember, we're old, dear. We're not finger was on it? the pulse, people. So I saw this twenty-four hours after everybody else. Probably two months after it. I, I think it was this week. No, it was this well, week. Well, I'm following the week. right people on Twitter in that case. I don't want to see that sort of rubbish. Well, no. I'm off Twitter at the moment. It's nice. I noticed you were the other yeah. day. Yeah, it's just yes because oh no, um, I started it up again today. Actually, I did. Oh, okay. Because of our right. fabulous new things. There's a new thing, isn't new there? Which thing, we're going to tell the boys and girls about. Which we're going to tell about the boys and girls about. In about which ten minutes or so. Leads yes. us on to the nice thing we received this week. This is the nicest thing ever at the yes. moment. Yes, I've got mine here. Yeah. Are you going to do a little unboxing oh, I, thing? I'm not going to do an unboxing thing, obviously, because it went terribly wrong last I, time. I think it went terribly right. Well, lots of people enjoyed it. I did not. So, so, so this week you got in touch with me and Wech. Are you told putting the me, glasses on? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for theatrical effect. There we go. And there, there was a go. parcel. 
Forest. The elderly pornographer will now inspect the lithographs. Yes, but I have to make sure that they are not spicy, too spicy mm. for the, 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 the pros, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. They get overexcited, you know? <laughs> they do. They it's do. all that so, brown ale they guzzle. Yeah, even <coughs> to show us the box as you open it. There you, you go, there's the box. There we are, right. Okay, now look at this, Jack Douglas. <laughs> Um, here's me thinking I look sophisticated, whereas I just look like, uh, hey, it's a cracker, <laughs> and all that business. Um, okay, so there we go. There was a, a, a bag with two boxes, two of these in them. There were. Um, with a wee note, a, a post-it note on it, which says, to Mike and Paul, please enjoy a warm and tasty hot chocolate in these whilst watching the box. Great pod. Blessings Richard, a.k.a. Marshall Richards, the rude commenter, and YT. So thank you, Mr. Marshall thank you Richards. Thank you very much. Um, yes. and, and we'll open the box. Go on, then. Here we go. Who was it? Michael Miles did open the box. Open the box was double your money, that was, wasn't it? Uh, well, I was probably uh, asleep reading me. Is book. that not still on? Have I slept no. past the end of... Oh, associated rediffusion have gone off the air now. No, it's I crazy people on the television, as we established. Um, right. There we go. So he sent us these wonderful... Uh, he's put a lot of time and effort into these Box of Delights mugs. Absolutely. They're lovely. So what we've got, you've got the, the, the picture everybody knows, but what I love is here, Kay is gazing down on a little shop front. That's fabulous, it? yes. Isn't it? And it on says, the, nice uh, the nights are drawing in, so it must be time for the podcast of delights with Sir Michael and, Le- and Lord Paul. So that's, that's really nice. Mine's already full of tea. I can start drinking it now. <laughs> I was going to say full of piss. <laughs> 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 Mine's already full of piss. It's been a long <laughs> morning, you know. Oh no, I'm covered. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. But anyway, I'm going to take the Jack Douglases off. Oh no, it's Eric, isn't it? Hey, hey. Um, right, let's put those away. Not that I need them, but it does it's theatrical, you know. I'm fucking soaked. Oh, that's great. Well, there you go. The, <laughs> the cup of delights. <laughs> the cup of wee lights, as I thought yeah. you'd do. <laughs> I thought, um, but that is so yes. kind and so thoughtful. Thank you so much, Mr. Marshall Richards. Thank you very much Thank indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you, dear. Um, <laughs> it's been brilliant. It's been, it's been a great Saturday so far, you know. Has it? Right. <laughs> what have you been up to? I had to get up. Very early and take my car for its MOT. Now, this is a ridiculous, because you're always taking your car for things. I don't have to take the train to be fixed on my day. <laughs> Can you it's imagine? Just, mm, I, don't, I, I don't see the advantage of having a car, because it seems that they're never quite working properly. No, MOTs are sort of the law. You've got to have them done. Mm. Um, it, it's like my first car. I was, I was talking to one of the students the other day, Ooh. and they were talking about transport and this, that, and the other. And I was thinking, well... When I was 17, I bought a yes. Mini for 50 quid, right? Right. And that was me. I was sound. I that, yeah. It was time to chuck the old chaps in the car and go off for adventures. And, and um, you know, it, it made me feel a little sad, Mother, because it's like, they can't. They can't just do that now. You can't. 
No, no, and this is a point, you see, because obviously I'm always considering that I should learn to drive and then immediately dismissing it. But one of the key problems here is I remember my mum bought a Hillman Imp when she learned. She learned to drive Beautiful. when I was three, I think. And so she got, she got a Hillman Imp, whereas my dad had um, a Maxi at the time. Lovely, I love a Maxi. But uh, she got a little Hillman Imp. And I remember her being quite pleased that she got it for £35. Oh man! Five quid. Imagine getting the have noise it, it made. What? So, have you seen the price of classic cars now? Well, no. This is the thing because if it was thirty-five quid, I'd go and get a couple, a brace of them now. But go on, how much would it, how much would a Hillman Imp set me back? A Hillman Imp now for a very, very nice one would cost you about ten grand. Yeah. Bloody hell! I know it's ridiculous, mate. It's ridiculous. Minis, stuff like that, like fifteen, twenty, twenty-five grand. Good God! I know. That's absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Well, can you get an equivalent for maybe, I don't know, 110? Well, you can get a toy one. <laughs> Literally, you'd get a toy one for that. I used to go and buy mine from the scrapyard, right? Right. I bought one one Friday morning. He was great, the bloke in the scrapyard. He, he looked like he was out the Sweeney. Filthy overalls, massive grey, you know, those shredded wheat comb-overs. Oh, yes, yeah. Tash. Yeah. Omnipresent fag. Mm. And, and when I used to buy the minis off him, he's just like, well, you want that old lump of shit for? <laughs> and I used to buy them off him. I bought that one for 35 quid. UPM 785H, 1970, uh, early oh. Mark III. And, right. uh, God, I don't know what that'd be worth now. He was a wonderful guy. Edderbridge, it was called, the scrapyard. All mm. gold now. There's a Eddie Stobart's depot on it. But the noise the Hillman didn't make. Go on. Oh, it's lovely, just like a mad wasp. I remember the excitement of being in that car because of the colossally loud sound when you were inside it. And also the fact that there was nothing comfortable at all. It was basically, there was an awful lot of burr metal and plastic. And it hurt to get in. But, and I think I remember one time that she put it, my mum put her foot down on one of the pedals, slipped off the pedal, (laughs) and she took a bit of the floor out underneath (laughs) because it was just rotten. It just came out. Oh, right. And she just kept going. But, um... Yeah, that would probably not pass an MOT these days. Oh, no. Think. Oh, no, 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 no. I used no to get sense my... of adventure no. in engineering now at all. We used to meet a man in a pub who you'd bring him a pint over and give him right. £50 and he'd write your MOT out. Them were the days, lad. Oh. No need for proper... No need for going to the garage at 9am no. on a Saturday. No, you just met a man not. in a pub who had a stack of them. And he oh. used to say to you, do you want a cover note as well? And he 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 had a stack of blank Eagle Star cover notes. Blimey. So you were set. Yes, you were set. Well, you there was to. there was no problem. There was no problem. Yeah. But they can't. But then you're do right. That now. You, you could just then get it. I remember once that my mate Steve, when he just passed his test, and I think his mum had taken him on the motorway because wasn't it you were you have to go be accompanied on the motorway the first time? Is that it? Not by law. Not by law. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I think yeah. he'd done well, you one might little do trip. Now. Right. He'd done one little go on the motorway, and then he said, should we go for a drive, three of us? And I said, well, yes, I'll navigate. Now, this is where it went wrong, of course, because I can't. So <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought, simple one, Liverpool, Manchester, and back. Because you can't really go wrong, M62, and off you go, and you're there. Yeah. About five hours later, we got to what we now realised was Hadrian's Wall. Um, having taken several turnings and just gone straight up the country. And then, just as it was getting dark, I managed to direct him down a dirt track, um, and he got the car completely stuck in mud 
Um, and then is a this farmer an appeared. Of some mothers do have them. No, genuinely, this is what happened. And then a farmer appeared who looked very angry. I immediately thought the man wanted to kill me. Of course, um, which wouldn't have surprised me at all. No. Um, I think that we didn't get back until about four in the morning. I remember one point we just got stuck on the same bit of motorway, looping around like children of the stones. It was quite something. Yeah, but they can't Blimey. do that now. The youngsters, no, no. they've got to go and get like. 10 grand for a car and 10 grand for insurance and and 10 grand for then it's just like oh man it really quite depressed me that they've not got that freedom i mean mm. it's like it's like accommodation is another example so mm. i went uh, i don't i don't even know how i knew about it but a bloke had uh, bed sits <clears throat> and i remember it had a tartan carpet that's what i remember right. about it i went round there it was 50 quid a week so that was your room and all your bills Right, mm-hmm. I think you had to sort your council tax out yourself, which meant no. Um, but there's no way that was getting paid. Um, no. It was 50 quid a week. Um, and it was effectively, you know, there was no bond. There mm. was no, you know how they need references and stuff now. Oh, yeah. He yeah. made it quite clear that if I didn't pay the rent, that I'd get the shit kicked out of me. Yes. Effectively. Yeah. In, in not so many words. No, no, he told no. me the tale of a lad who once moved into one of his properties and didn't pay. Right. It was just a, that was just a casual tale of how, mm. you know, he lost an eye and he can't right. can't really walk anymore, you know. Mm. Crossing me right. is quite unlucky, was the phrase. Okay. Um, welcome to your new home. Right. Um, so you can't do that now. Well, you can't beat no. tenants up. I'm sure it goes on. But, but, you know, it's like, there you go. There's a car for 50 quid. There's mm. a place for 50 quid a week. Yes. There you go. You're That's, independent. That should be it. You're independent. Yeah. Now, I'm like that, not saying I was a model citizen. No, no. By any means. No. But I had adventures, and that's the thing of it, isn't it? That's the thing absolutely. to do when you're young. That's absolutely the thing to do when you're young. It's good. I even, even going on the train now. Let's get the train to London, 250 quid, please. Oh, I know, so, yeah. Oh, no, you'd Ooh. hide in the bog all the way down to London. There was no way you were buying a ticket. I've done that to Edinburgh a few times where I didn't yeah. buy a ticket and I, I found back in the day you could just sort of like gradually walk <laughs> down the train. There was no chance of getting caught. That's right, and yeah. End up right in the back. I do remember once ending up right in the back of uh, the smoking carriage when we had such a thing and there was a young chap from Edinburgh who clearly had taken the idea of smoking of, of, to a certain degree and the place was thick with dope smoke. Brill. Brill. Entertaining journey. Ah, do you see, this is the, these were great adventures for young chaps and young ladies everywhere. This was the thing. This was yes. the thing. Go and experience life. I feel so sorry. If mm. if I'm sure places are still like this. I'm sure there are places like this where you can go and get your own pad and you don't have to piss around with bloody guarantors and uh, well, all, yeah. all these I mean, things. Yeah, I suppose there's some places, but not, not not as many as there were, I'm afraid, and not as many experiences. And I think that lack of ability, because everything does cost so bloody much now. Oh, I think about the the times when you could just do... I buggered off to Prague once, just because I could, and yeah. it, it was so easy to do and incredibly cheap. They almost paid me to do it. And Well, you could get yeah. those uh, temporary passports, couldn't you? Weren't they yeah, like that's 15 right. yeah. quid or 8 quid or something? Something like that. They were less than 15, definitely yeah. closer to 8. Yeah. And and you could just jump an easy jet, which I think I think I recall getting each way was a tenner. Weren't, do you? It just it's weren't, do you? Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. 
We are old, mm. aren't we? We are old. But, however, yes. that means we can appreciate certain nice things and then we can share them with the public, can't That's we? That's very true. We can tell you how we had a belt in time and you can wish you did. But we can um, also we can also bring a new dimension, a new experience to an old favourite, is what I'm suggesting. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, of course. Seamless, dear. Seamless. Seamless. Hoist there we go. Brace there. There we are. Because go on, lad. Go on. Just as the clock strikes, because what we're going to be able to offer you, starting possibly today, if not tomorrow, yes. um, is a brand new podcast. Yes. In which myself and Sir Michael will be offering a commentary track. To the Box of Delights, all six episodes. I shall Where put the common in commentary. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you do is, um, just go on to wherever you get your podcasts. Probably not Spotify, because God knows how you get things on there oh, easily. Oh, it's... it's it, uh, I don't even uh, know. It was on I, there, and then it wasn't. And it's probably back on there again. It probably is, work. I'm an old man. Regardless... Go to wherever you find your podcast and just put in nice things, box of delights, and you should find it, and uh, then you'll find, leading up to Christmas, right up to Christmas Eve, you're going to have a commentary with the two of us that you can play alongside yes. the video that you're illegally watching on Vimeo, probably. Yeah, we need to sort of sort out instructions for you, um, and um, Lord Paul will be burning the midnight oil, figuring oh, that one out. I'm oh, not quite Jesus. sure how it's going to work. Um, I got some... Uh, very nice things for my birthday. You did. Should we look at those we before we go to a break? Those. So, I finally have old country Jack R. Lovely. Yes, it's it is lovely to have this because my memories of Jack Hargreaves are not especially those of the Out of Town series. Mm. They are of the Old Country series on Channel Four after they mm. uh, Southern lost the franchise. He obviously uh, moved to. You know, someone who'd have him, which was Channel 4. So that was Monday yeah. afternoons. Monday afternoons on Channel 4 used to be Old Country and The Late Late Show with Gay Byrne. Gay Byrne, yes. That was smashing. That they was. were great Mondays. So I got that. Mm. Um, where are we? Yes. Oh, there we are. There we go. Season 23. Lovely Doctor stuff. Who. That's when I first oh. had a video, so I know... I know all the music to The Mysterious Planet. It wasn't called The Mysterious Planet, was it, when it was broadcast, was it? No, it wasn't. It was just Trial of the Time Lord 1 to 4. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I love that season. I think it's a cracking series. Um, Brilliant stuff. The old... I've never read this. Have you read this? Tom Wolfe, The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test? I haven't, no. The story of uh, On the Road with Kim Casey and whatnot. Um, mm. You know, the guy who wrote One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. Right, yes. Uh, when they were in no. the uh, The Merry Pranksters. On the road mm. across America. You wouldn't approve of it. No, no. It's no. American. It's American druggies and oh. other assorted beatniks. Um, the Amicus Horrors book. Oh, that's nice. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Looking nice. forward to hearing the history of uh, <coughs> the Amicus company, um, Mr. Sabotsky and Rosenberg. Um, mm -hmm. Weird scenes inside the canyon, which you wouldn't approve of at all. What's this? So Laurel Canyon, late 60s? No. In America? No. No. No, the, no. the Manson family? The Beach Boys on oh, that business? Right, no. I no. don't know. This this is going to be like, what? Do you, oh, do you want to see the thing on Netflix of Jeffrey Dahmer eating people? No, no. not really. No, it's not no, that I think I'll watch all. an old episode of Star Cops, thank you. I don't want to see that <laughs> at all. Well, no, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. Of course not. Um, the new edition of Revolver. Beatles. 
1966. Oh, you weren't lovely. Now, then, were you? Is it, I, approve, I approve of this one. So now, is this the... It's been reproduced. Yes. It, so you, they've used yeah. the technology that Peter Jackson's company developed, the AI technology for um, Get Back. Mm. Because Revolver was recorded. I didn't know this. I read Giles Martin. George Martin's son, Giles Martin, has done it. Re Revolver was recorded with them all in the round. They recorded it playing as a band. Oh, really? So what this technology's managed to do is to separate everything, and uh -huh. he's managed to remix it. It remains to be seen whether it beats the original. Well, it won't, will it? No. There's hmm. something about the original mono mixes that... Mm, I don't know what it is. I think it's because well, they think... had to be so ingenious with them. You know what it is? It's because it would have been like sitting in the middle of them and listening to them without someone going, well, we'll just turn him up a bit. Yeah. This would have been what you heard, I think. So It'll be interesting, yeah. though. Apparently, it's, it's a oh, very yeah. interesting listen. And, of course, I don't think we've covered this. Your gift, my dear boy. Ooh, what would that be? Who got you that? Yes, oh, yes, you did. The Ghosts yeah. of Endspace and the Paradise of Death on vinyl, oh, no less. Oh, on vinyl. That's Doctor Who, stuff. for those who are listening, that's what this mm. is. Uh, a beautiful thing. A, 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 thing, a, yes. a very very well made thing uh, mm. and there's a lot of care and love gone into it isn't there I think so yes yeah. it was almost the web planet box set but I thought they would go with that oh no 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 this was absolutely <laughs> perfect it's one of those things I didn't even know I wanted and then suddenly you get it and you, you hear Pertwee's scream at the end oh. of episode one cliffhanger yes oh I want it so absolutely absolutely love it so um, thank you, dear boy, for that. Pleasure. pleasure. Um, Absolutely. So maybe we'll have a wee break. No. Let's take a little break. Let's take a little then, break. After the break, I, I got something, and uh, maybe that's enough of a cliffhanger to keep them coming back. Oh, that's zesty. There we are. Spicy All right, stuff. Well, okay. So we'll see you after the break. See you after the break. <laughs> Covered in tea. In my box of such delights. Brand new from Nice News. A new series of commentaries to accompany the classic television series, The Box of Delights. Can I give you a hat? Oh, if you would be so kind, uh, hold me steady as I swing her up, then I can get her to my back <clears throat> where she rides a triumph. Only I do date from pagan times, when age makes joints to creak. Do you keep dogs at Seekings, Mr. Harker? How do you know my name and where I live? Uh-huh. <laughs> Magic. The wolves are running. Perhaps you would do something to stop their bite. If you see someone, say someone is safe. Look out for the fun, Master Harker. John Macefield's classic story. Brought vividly to life with half-remembered facts and nonsense with Mike and Paul as they watch Patrick Troughton and Robert Stevens starring in The Box of Delights, The Nice Things Commentaries on iTunes. All over the back of the cab. Hello. Mess. Well, I, yeah. the folly of youth, dear yeah. boy, the folly of youth. <laughs> yes. So, you've yeah. left us all on tenterhooks. Or is it tenderhooks? I've never... I think uh, it's tenterhooks, because tenterhooks... Tenter um, 
Because what's that one? Gadzooks, to go back to what we were talking about before. I, I yeah. always love Gadzooks because it means God's hooks. Yes. You know, that, the idea of God's flesh being torn by hooks. That's yes. a brilliant, brilliant yeah. swear word which you'll bring back. Well, they loved all that, didn't they? Because Gadzooks was a sort of sanitised version of... Uh, uh, no, sorry, Odds Bodkins mm. is the sanitised version of God's body. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that was a really bad thing to say. I mean, when you watch Elizabeth oh, yeah. R, virtually every other word out of Glenda Jackson's gob mm. is God's teeth or, you know, yes. God's body or whatever it is, or God's blood. That's mm. another one, isn't it? Yeah. You know? no, now, we're all just like, ha, 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 with that. But, you know, like Bozzy McCoo, mm. if you'd heard that back then. Ooh. Oh, no, absolutely. They were really asked about that taking the Lord's name in vain business, weren't they? Oh, God, yeah, they really were. So, you know, that idea, it's the worst image. It's like the one that has survived, I suppose, is bloody hell. You know, that combination know. of blood and hell. I know. Whoa. Well, it's strange, stuff. isn't it, how we've got the word core now? You know, we you think Mr. Breslaw, don't you? For me, he's the quintessential core. Oh, yeah, or maybe absolutely. Jim Dale. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's Jim Dale with core. I think of Bernard. I think Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. yeah, it's, it's one of the carry-on. Yeah. Thing. And yeah. then we think of Sid. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, then we've got two words there. We've got core, mm. and with Sid we've got blimey. Yes. And, you know, we just know core blimey. Mm. And that's God blind me, isn't it? Yes, it is. You so know. It's... Oh, they love Strange it. how these... Oh, yeah. I love mm. core blimey. Yeah. Core blimey's a brilliant, brilliant yeah. saying. We don't hear core blimey enough, do we? No, we days. don't. Um, but I suppose it's that, that thing of now it's just associated with the carry-ons and sort of elderly yeah. cockneys saying "core blimey governor" and that sort yes. of thing. I suppose strike a light. That that's the sort of thing. Yeah, so that's rather gone, but not so much as Gadzooks, which I think should be brought back. I mean, I really only know it from uh, Timothy Claypole on Rent a Ghost. I think that uh, so fair yeah. play to Bob Block and the BBC for letting children hear such appalling blasphemous swearing. Appalling blasphemous. Uh, what was what was his one that he said? Ah, do you remember the ghosts of Motley Hall? Yes, not as well. Arthur English. Yes. Arthur English's character was called Bodkin. That's right, yeah. And his swear word was fish hooks. That, it's great, good. isn't it? That's good. Oh, fish hooks. Oh, <laughs> that's so close. That's wonderful. It is, it is, isn't it? I love that. It's like uh, Clement and Lafrenet, they invented, uh, what is it, Nurk. Yes. What was the, the version of fuck. It yeah. Was, was it Nurk? I think it Rings a bell. Something like that. Rings a bell. Something like that. Anyway, they invented a swear word. So anyway, enough. You've kept us on ten to hooks. Yes? Yes. Off we go, dear. Yes. Unfortunately, a while ago I bought a couple of things from the Big Finish website. Okay. Now they keep sending me emails to try and make me part with my money. Now, I'm no fool, however... Uh, well, um, they've released uh, two two box sets. You see, here we go of ah. uh, dramas of uh, Star Cops. No, oh. yes, absolutely. No, 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 no. It's got Wonder- that pretendy and Cuthbertson bloke in it. There he is on the front. It's David Calder. Yeah. Well, he's not really pretended Ian Cuthbertson. I he mean, is. He, well, no, Ian Cuthbertson's dead, so we've got to have a different one, really. Yeah, we? but he's is he still with us? Yes, he is. Yeah, because he's doing these. Go on then. So, right, okay. Well, did, did you watch Star Cops when it was on? No, sir. Right. So, Star Cops. 1987. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that, of course, I was buying me Mini oh, like, well, a few years then. after that. I was thinking about me Mini. 
Okay, fair enough. Star Cops, 1987, nine episodes. Um, bit like Bergerac, but with more swearing. And in but space. In space. In space. Genius. Written by Chris Boucher, wonderful writer. Mm. Um, and it's just it, an intelligent programme, essentially. There's a whole, whole storyline which you can work out quite early on if you've got really a decent knowledge of William Blake poetry. Okay. Now, if, if you've got that, then you can go, I know where this is going to go, and That's you are right. It is. It's, um, it's a poem which involves uh, the, the idea of a worm program getting in and sort of disrupting things uh, and causing the first big channel tunnel crash in one of the episodes. Um, okay. I think that the, uh, the, the phrase, Oh, Rose, thou art sick, appears first of all as a precursor, but then the trigger sentence is the invisible worm that flies in the night, and that mm. makes everything explode. So I was introduced to William Blake through it. Okay. And then there's an episode guest-starring Jeff Bailden, oh. which, it, yes, and that's lovely. I think it's episode seven, and he's playing an elder statesman um, who was involved in um, the early days of building the moon base in the 1980s. As well. Right. It's set in 2086. Right. Um, and so he's he's gone up there, but his wife's recently died. Um, and because all of the order has gone out of his life, because his wife was order in his life, all of a sudden he finds himself needing to create a sense of disorder so that he can sort of forget about his wife. And he ends up nearly blowing the place up. And it's this psychological study of... Mm somebody coping with dementia. Um, and it's a, it's a surprisingly good series, but uh, nine episodes. Um, there should have been ten, but then there was a strike. Uh, okay. So they didn't shoot the, the final one. And it's quite, it's, it's a harsh old programme, but then it was shown in August. So nobody oh, watched it. No, August, no. BBC Two at half past <clears throat> eight. I what mean, night of the week? Thursday. Oh yeah, no one's watching that. Well, I mean, why not? Why bother putting it out at all? If you're going to go half half eight till twenty past nine, Thursday night, height of summer, nineteen eighty seven, BBC Two, no point. Should this um, have been a Doctor Who slot show? No, it should have been a. If they'd have had the balls for it, it should have been a Sunday night, eight o'clock, BBC One show. That's okay. when it would have fit. That so, what we're talking eighty seven? You said. Mm. So, is this more in the sort of continuum of, say, play for tomorrow? sort of sensibility you know like the uh, flip side of Dominic Hyde and that kind of thing no because it doesn't have the lightness of touch or the, the anything like that this is it's harsh and industrial okay um, then alright well, this, this, this is sounding more appealing oh yeah well it's two writers uh, across the nine episodes are uh, Chris Boucher and um, Philip Martin who wrote okay. Avengers on Barros and Gangsters of course um, they're the two writers for it um, and it requires you to have Knowledge, like I say, there's an episode where you really need to know your William Blake, but mm. then there's another one which is really helped if you've spent some time reading up on ancient Mayan culture, and then really you'll like you'll really understand it. So anyway, so they they've made these, and I've 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 done a couple of eps, and yeah, it's actually it's all right. No, 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 no the, nice to see you. Yeah, 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 no, the problem the problem is the ah, theme music. Not of it, because the theme music's being changed. Then no, yeah. no, absolutely. And no. I understand they couldn't license the music, probably because why it not? Was... Well, the theme tune to Star Cops doesn't—it's it, not what you'd expect it to be. You'd expect it to be some right. sort of. I'll tell you sci-fi. what I expect it to be. Go on, go on. Right, I expect it to be Star Cops, Star Cops, Star Cops. No, 
No, I want you to imagine uh, a reggae rhythm. Yeah, with right. um, the the sort of the, the organ sound of a whiter shade of pale. You know the way they use the organ in that. Um, some right. lovely guitar solos. And the reason that we've got the organ from White Shade of Pale is it's because it's sung and composed by Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues. I like Justin Hayward. That's the opening tune. Right, so that's why they, they're not paying for that. They're not paying for that, so they've done no. something on a little Casio keyboard or something I like hate that. anything that uses that hackneyed sort of reggae rhythm in the late 80s that's mm. kind of... All right, fair enough if you are actually proper, like Lee Scratch Perry or someone like that. Then you know that that's that's proper, mm. but then you've got all these sort of ragtag people, generally white people, yes. who are, who are utilising it way into the nineties. Some of them into the noughties, mm. um, and I'm guessing that's what we've got here. Basically, uh, oh no. Um, but 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 it's got a lovely guitar solo. Is it as good as Paul Nicholas's reggae like it used to be? It's considerably better because it's not a load of old shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or Mike Reed's, what was it, Brexit Calypso, which I recall him releasing, which is... Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> Do you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Now, now we're talking weapons grade. Oh, we Appropriation. Are. Oh, and, that was and, remarkable. And shit. Oh, I'm surprised <laughs> I should have been there Calypso. with the big hat on, but... Uh, what Remarkable. were the lyrics? Do you know any of the lyrics to the Brexit Calypso? I can't remember them now, but I do remember I heard them and was just sort of sat there going, absolutely not, Mike. No. <laughs> I think it's fucking dreadful, whatever it is. It's just, it is, and he does the accent. He does the accent. He does, he does, the, you know, a bit of the old, ooh. How do you do <laughs> he, he genuinely does. I'm not, <laughs> he, he does the accent, which is a oh, bit much. Really? That is great. That oh. is just great that you can you can remain intact. That's like the Japanese soldier on the island, isn't it, fighting <laughs> the war long after it's ended? He's like, what do you mean this isn't correct? Yes, that's <coughs> rocked on every level. Wonderful, well, absolutely. Good on every level. Oh, you mean? Oh, you know what? In my head, I had. Oh no, I had fucking you know run around. Oh, it's no. not that one, is it's it? It's not that one. It's no. the boring oh, you've one. A, you've had an Alex Jones moment there. No. I have. No, no, no. This is Mike Reed of Saturday Superstore. Oh. That's Ooh. disappointing. I know. I it was going to be like Brexit Gercher. <laughs> you know <laughs> oh. what I mean? Oh, I'd have bought now, that. Now, that would have been great. Was that he dead for Brexit? Uh, he died well before it, didn't he? Ooh. What Mike Reed. He's been dead over it, over 10 Mike years. Mike Reed sure. was boss, was I love Mike Reed. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> Run around is just watching it now. Just an angry man, clearly with a hangover, shouting at children who are clearly scared of him. Wonderful. He was a whopper, though, wasn't he? He was a big bloke. In. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. I, you watch Run Around, and he's he's, he's scurry. He's genuinely. Yeah. I would have I would have cried if I'd have gone on Run Around. Oh, yes. He came over to me and shouted. I'd have cried. Have you seen? I know the answer, so I don't know why I'm asking. Okay. Have you seen? Snatch, the Guy Ritchie film. Absolutely not, no. Ah, he's he's, he's one of the main characters in it. Oh. He's fucking great. He's oh. brilliant in it. Now, you see, I may have to watch that. Hollywood I... film with Mike Reed in it. Okay, I mean, that's what's fair enough. Love? Uh, th no, there's not, actually. It's like, you know, th this is the reason for watching Yes, My Dear. It's Mike Reed and Queenie Watts working together. Oh. Wonderful. Oh, no, trust me. Especially series two, where they've gone, well, the first series was all right. Should we do 13? And by the end of it, there's just nothing going on. Clearly, Arthur Mullard's brain has 
completely exhausted and he just sits on the kitchen set and occasionally goes, yeah. And that's it. Everybody else is doing all the hard work around him. That occasionally they'll feed him a line, which is like, oh, Arthur likes chips, don't you, Arthur? Yes. And, and that's, that's it. it. That's it. I mean, he literally can't cope with more than that. And they've got to say his name and direct it as clearly as that. So he can go, oh, yeah. And that's, that's as far as it goes. The one good thing about that series is it gave us Arthur and Queenie in Holiday on the Buses. This is true. Yes. You know. This is I true. I think she's Lou in that. Yeah. Lou, Lou, come here, Lou. And of course, it comes from Romany Jones, which was before it, which was a James Beck vehicle just That's before he died. terrible, Romany Jones. I really want to love Romany Jones. <sighs> yeah. I really want to. Uh, J- Jimmy Beck, as he as he's called in uh, the KW Diaries, mm. um, he comes across really well in that. Arthur Mullard, there's a bit in the K- Kenneth Williams Diaries where they're doing some show or other, and he's like, Hey, Ken, we're too old for all this, aren't we? And uh, Williams is like, I know what he means. He's quite right. We don't need the rehearsal and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, lovely. I have to say, I have uh, underneath the Star Cups, I've dug it out. Um, so ah, I started yes. reading again. Lovely oh, so stuff. So good, so good. Lovely stuff. Which reminded me, actually, something I was going to say mm. now we're talking about um, Arthur Mullard sort of starring mm. in this show and yet just occasionally going, yes. Yeah. George Layton. Mm hmm. So, George Layton... Still with us and looking incredibly vital. Which is wonderful. But, now, he's an interesting one because of It Ain't Half Hot Mum. Yeah. Because I don't have any memory of him being in It Ain't Half Hot Mum from when I watched it as a child. Really? Mm. It was Windsor Davis, Don Estelle, um, Donald Hewlett... um, Mervin, what's his name? Mervin, Melvin Hayes. Melvin all of Hayes. those, all of those people. Absolutely no problem at all. Yeah. George Layton, I don't remember being. Oh in yeah, it. I remember George Layton in it well. And it's a weird one I found because I'm rewatching it at the moment. Which is George Layton seems to be there to basically deliver gags, mm. whereas the comedy with everybody else, obviously with Windsor Davis, it just comes from his face. I mean, he is the funniest person who's ever drawn. He's there. fucking purple. I wonderful. In them. I mean, wonderful. to be honest with you. Because of how it's shot, Carry mm. On England is the best capturing of that purple. Really? When he's shouting. Oh. It's just fucking... There's nothing the better than it's Windsor it, Davis the shouting. shouting. Yeah. It's, it's just... Wow. It's, I love Windsor Davis shouting. It, one of the best things in the world is Windsor yeah. Davis shouting. Yeah. But... But George Layton seems to be... Is it? It's almost like they thought in this programme... Of course, it's 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 thingy. It, uh, it's the same writer. It's David Croft, isn't it? Jimmy Perry. Is it both of them or one? I can't remember. Um, I think it might be Jimmy Perry and Jeremy I th- Lloyd. I think, but, I think it might be Jeremy Lloyd, yeah. Yeah. But nevertheless, so they've got Layton there. And it almost feels like they've got this Walker character. And then... Because George Layton is very good at, as an actor and delivering dialogue and looking handsome... They don't well, that's seem to... what I think. I think he's a bit of eye candy, isn't he? Well, he is, but they haven't developed him into an interesting character. They've gone, we've got George Layton, so that's good. Let's look at the other characters. And all Layton seems to do is he delivers the gags, whereas the humour for the others comes from who they are and how they yeah. say things. Whereas with Layton, it's one-liners. It's fascinating to watch that. He's like that in Carry On Behind, though, George Layton. He just is turns he? up. Yeah, he turns up as a doctor. Oh, and he's okay. just like, he's all teeth and gags. Yeah, it's it's... Really interesting to watch, because now I'm onto series two. And before, if you watch the credits, it would go Michael Bates, George Layton, Windsor Davis. So it was always starring Michael Bates, George Layton, Windsor Davis, and so on. Now, 
uh, for series two, we've altered it slightly, and it's starring Michael Bates and starring Windsor Davis, George mm. Layton, so on and so on. So he's shifted down. I'm be interested to see if he survives all nine series. I think might... he does. I can't remember. Wow. I can't remember. Nine series um, of delivering gags. Oof. I know, yeah. Well, George Layton, I don't know. He, he be, Didn't he become a writer more predominantly? Well, where do you know him mostly from? Is it the Doctor series outside yeah. of the films? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, the Doctor series for me. Hence why he gets that role in Carry On Behind, which obviously stars Windsor. Yes. And uh, Jack Douglas. Um, <laughs> a little bit of Jack Douglas. A little bit of Jack. Um, <laughs> so I know him from that, but he was just sort of there, wasn't he? I th- mm. Didn't he do things like give us a clue and whatnot? I think he did. I'll be able to tell you in a couple of weeks. The DVD box set's coming out. Well, there was news of another DVD box set this week, wasn't there, dear? Whoa. I bet you're very happy about this. In I'm fact, so, I know you're very happy. I'm so happy about this. Have you seen the size of the bloody thing? Isn't I'm going to have to clear episodes? a shelf. Sorry? Isn't it 300 episodes? 700. Wow. 700 episodes in a box set is of that, Crossroads. And that is it? Is that everything? No. Oh, no, that's not it. So what this is... Is this is everything that survives from 64 through to 78, which isn't much. It's about 120 episodes. Now, bear mm. in mind, they used to do 300 a year, so or 250 years, something like that. So right. there's about 300 uh, existing episodes. No, actually, there's less, I think. Might only be about <coughs> 200 mis- uh, surviving episodes for the first 14 years of the show. But after 1978, they've got everything. Mm. So... What they've done is already they've released everything they had and then they got up to mid-79 and stopped. And then I've got everything from 81 onwards because it was on UK Gold. But the missing years, 79, 80, 81, have never been seen. So Until is this now, what's coming out? This is what's coming out. It's every episode from 64 that they've got through to 78 and then every episode from 78 to 81. 720-something wow. episodes. Wow. So, but but you're saying that isn't everything? No, no, because then there's 81 to 88 to go. Oh, so they've stopped there. That's when Noel Gordon left. So this is the Noel Gordon collection. So it's to tie in with the new film, Nolly. With Nolly, the three-parter coming on ITV, which saw right. a clip of this week, and I can't wait. That looks beautiful. So does Helena Bonham Carter pull it off? Well, if you're lucky, she will. Yeah. Ooh, no, yes. um, Very attractively. I think so. I, she's got the voice. She's absolutely got the fearsome voice, but she's playing the character, clearly. And yeah. already on the interweb, there's people who are saying, word for word, that's not exactly what she said. Mm. I don't care. No. Because there was a, a famous uh, moment when she appeared outside the rehearsal rooms to make a statement um, to the gentlemen of the press. I've seen that clip. Right. And what they've done is they've taken that and they've taken a bit of an appearance on Hearty and they've taken... Something that she did at the ATV Christmas Awards, where she basically attacked Charles Denton, head of drama, sang a really distasteful picture, a song to his picture. Um, and they, Russell T. Davis has conflated those three events into this one moment. But, God, it's good. It's wonderful stuff. And I think, yeah, that's I'm looking forward to that, but not as much as this box set, which I have pre-ordered. Of course. And oh. how much is this box set? Hundred and thirty pounds. Very cheap. That's not bad, is Very it? Very it, cheap. It's it's something like ninety two discs. Good God! So and a book comes with it as well. Is it limited or? 
Um, I, well, I'm hoping not. They they did this thing a while ago, old network, where they released um, a box of Crossroads. And I think it was 70-odd quid, and it was everything that they'd released so far in a box. Um, and then there were the... Do you remember those riots that about 10 years ago, suddenly, all of a sudden, in, in a summer, there was lots of rioting? Yes. Um, and one of the places that got... Um, burned down was the Sony warehouse where all the DVDs were kept the oh. network so all of a sudden that's been going on eBay for well, I've seen one go for a grand thousand pounds yeah so I don't think this is limited but I'll keep an eye if it is I might buy a second one and Ooh, keep it yes. mortgage well off. they're always limited simply because they're quite limited runs aren't they well yeah I mean I, I don't think it's going to be the best seller shall we say who knows? I, don't, I think that if there's a time to launch it, it's with this new drama on telly. Mm. I mean, I, well, I was hopeful that there'd be maybe some more episodes uploaded to Britbox. I'll take this. Oh, I'll yeah. willingly take this. This'll do me. So. Oh, you can't wait. Are they not out I, in time for Crimbo? No, end of January, January the uh, 30th. Why do they do this? I don't know. Why say it? Why not just say it's here now? Shall I bring it round to your house? Yes. That's yeah. all they need to do. Because yeah. they've got them. I'm sure they're already it's ready. It's probably this bloody manufacturing thing, isn't it? Haven't we got, like, it takes months now to get stuff done? Well, I mean, vinyl's taking months, isn't it? There's a massive yeah. backlog of vinyl, because vinyl took off in the in the pandemic, in the lockdowns. Yeah. And so now to try and get runs of records is a frigging nightmare. Um, and I suppose with what's happening in Ukraine, because most of this is done in Eastern Europe, that could cause issues. I think the DVDs are um, printed in Poland, I think. Right. So yeah. Yeah, there might be yeah, supply chain. That's the word I was looking for. The supply chain's humped. Well, make one here just for me and bring it round. Yes, yes. I'll have it with a crayon cover. Well, that sorts me out. And, and I suppose at that point, what we should say is also this week uh, they announced the very sad passing of Tim Beddows. Not a not a famous name, certainly, but uh, the man who However. founded Network DVD, a man um, who made a massive, massive difference. Huge difference to, to archive the, television. To Most of what's on these shelves is there thanks to Tim Beddows. And I think was that he fifty nine? Sorry? Fifty nine was he? Fifty nine he was, oh, yeah. Um and I think for me, what's what's lovely there is that um I until these DVDs started coming out, because of course they couldn't license from the BBC at first, it was all ITV. And this was my re- really my introduction to what regional television must have been like. And just this gave me a, a, a sudden thing of oh no, ITV did nice stuff. Yes, it they certainly did. American. So no, I'm no, I'm no. very grateful to Tim Beddows for everything he. I think we all are. I think so. Anyone who with a discernment about oh, yeah. uh, what they view, I mean the stuff that uh, they've managed to get out, which I think probably the business model is that will sell a load and we'll mm. make money on that. Not so much with this thing. Well, you know. it, it's that sort of thing. I mean, if I just across the desk here, I mean, obviously from that sale recently, I you know the Fro- David Frost interviewing Coward. That is still just. I rewatched it last week. Stunning, it's absolutely stunning. stunning. So you absolutely get a release stunning. like that, but then you get a release of the Tinger and Tucker Club, um, and they've only got two episodes of this, which is ten minutes each, and yet yeah. despite that, they've managed to get a double DVD set out of that. You know, Incredible. Which is, stuff that they've found. Well, so. they brought Cat Weasel out as well, you know, I mean, the, the, and uh, we'd be here all day listing the releases with mm. Frost on Coward. So I did mm. some reading and it said there that after, well, by the mid-60s, he was suffering with arteriosclerosis, which is the same thing that William Hartnell had. Yeah. Uh, which is a kind of hardening of the arteries in the brain, isn't That's it? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and it, it says on Wikipedia that even in the Italian job, which I think is is that nineteen sixty six or seven or summer sixty six, he was struggling learning his lines. Right, really. And then you watch that Frost on Coward thing, and he's just like bang, bang, bang. He's sharp as a whip. Mm. Doesn't pause for breath at all, and you know it isn't editing that's just mm. making him look erudite and sophisticated because you can watch the fag ash. Yeah, because he doesn't stop smoking. Yeah. Hence, hence the arteriosclerosis, no Absolutely, doubt. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so they're not cutting it up, but he's just like rattling off names, rattling mm. off events, yeah. and rattling off all sorts. And there's the argument about, oh, yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it, with dementia? They can remember years ago, but no. Bullshit. Mm. He's on about the now. Yeah. He's on about the past. He's And then it's just like, oh, should we go over to the piano? And yes. then he's after the piano and he's playing it. Ah, oh, and I tell you what, he sings... I can't think of the song, you know, that would be my well, he does, Doesn't he do a Mad Dogs and Englishman? He does a Yeah, of but that. he actually sings, you know, like, I don't know what it is. It's not Moonlight Becomes You. It's one of those gorgeous love songs he wrote in the 20s. Mm. And he sings it, and because his voice has aged, obviously, he can't reach the higher notes. Mm. And it's just got this poignancy to it that's, yeah. it's just, that is one of the most lovely things that anyone can watch. Oh, it is. he, there is absolutely no doubt about it. Noel Coward is unsurpassed in many, many ways. And in absolutely. that interview, you know, that a lot of people say, oh, well, Frost's shit and Frost this and Frost that. And it's like, I don't think that. Yeah. Um, but even if he was shit, it's Noel Coward in that is just, and he, he was suffering from arteriosclerosis. He couldn't learn lines. Really? It's a strange one, isn't it? Because Hartnell had that and notoriously couldn't get the lines down. I wonder if it's to do with which part of the brain you have to use to cram that information yeah. in quickly. God yeah. knows it's a struggle enough for anyone who's nominally fit and well. So I suppose if you've if you've got an illness that's affecting you, that must be terrifying. But to be able to watch the I mean, it's it's a stunning bit of work. But it's you're right. It's strange I mean, though, isn't it? Sorry to interrupt, but you told on. me that um, they had the colour cameras alongside the black and whites, didn't you? Yeah, that's when right. When they filmed yeah. it. And it is slightly misframed, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's, it would have been framed perfectly for black and white. But yeah. then to, to sell it abroad, let's get... And, and I'm not sure if they're colour film cameras or colour emetron cameras or if it was recorded in on you know, a colour signal that was recorded to colour film. It looks film. like film, doesn't it, it? It does. I think it would have been a colour signal being recorded live to film. That's right. my guess. Um but nevertheless, I mean, yeah, you're right. People have issues with Frost. So many. I mean, I always loved uh, I like Peter, him. Peter Cook's description of him as the bubonic plagiarist. <laughs> wonderful. But uh, no, again, but thanks to Network. I mean, they've released everything they've got of Frost on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And that's the thing. The late 60s, the man had a national TV programme on Friday night and Saturday night and Sunday night. Then he'd get on Concord, nip over to America, do the same, and then pop back. Stunning. Astonishing. Just stunning. It is man. astonishing. I Wonderful. mean, with plagiarism, though, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've, I, I'm i not going to name names, Move. but, and they are famous people, yeah. I've been in the dressing room doing shows, and we're chit-chatting, and a few gags, I'll say a few gags, yeah. get virtually no reaction off said famous person, mm. who will then go out and take the gag. Ooh, and yeah. use it. Ooh, yeah. Bring the house down. Mm. And it's just like, I see. Yes. That's what you do, is it? Oh, yes. Bastards. That's exactly what you do. I, Bastards. Learned a, I learned an important lesson in 1998 when I had an idea for 
I think I, I was describing it as a cross between you'd you'd have hated this a cross between this life and the X Files. Yeah. No, nevertheless, no, yes. Sent a, wrote a lovely document, sent it to a couple of production companies, all of whom said no, thank you, and one of which then made a six-part series for Channel 4 that was clearly a mixture of the X-Files and This Life using a very similar storyline. Well, if we're talking about people stealing uh, ideas, yeah. I shan't name names. Yeah. However, yeah. twat. Is that it? Yes. It was my idea. <laughs> they even <laughs> used my title. Really? Oh, yes. One day. One day. Yeah. One day. One day the shall... scales of justice will be recalibrated. One day I shall come back and be yes. visiting with Helen Brimstone. Not Helen Brimstone. Not, not her. Just, mm. I shall just be uh, vindicated. Bastard. Absolutely. Um, yes. But um, yes. I'm afraid that that is the biz. Tough yes, shit. That is. And tough shit. Um, it pissed me off the first time. Mm. And then Dickhead trusted the same person yeah. and did the same thing again. Oh, there we go. So there you go. Um, mm. And then, but now I'm sort of philosophical and I realise it's like, no, that's, that is just the nature of this business and that's the way it is, mate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? The thing yeah. is that one must have that faith in one's own ability and realise, yeah, okay, they can nick one or two of my ideas, but they ain't got the engine room. No, I can no. keep coming up with them. Mm. And that's no, the thing. That's, that's the true. thing. Make you try harder. It and does. That's that's what we all must do. We all must strive. You sound like a public information film. I am today. Yes, I've yeah. been to. I've, I've spent time with a man this morning, haven't I? In a garage. Oh, with a proper bloke. Proper bloke. Did you yes. say blimey, governor? He didn't. No, sadly, oh, he, he used the f word an awful lot, oh, no. which meant that I did. Ooh. Oh, no, yes. you're, you're trying to be on his level. Well. I was going out, so I'm getting ready to go. And, yeah. of course, I'm wearing me sort of Jack Regan suede jacket. Obviously. I'm afraid that I'm not making any concessions there. No. But I was about to put me Ponzi sort of university-style scarf on. Really? And I was like, ah, ah, ah. It's not going to pass the MOT if you put that on. Ah, okay. So there you go. You That's have to uh, you have to make concessions if you want your car to get through the MOT. Otherwise, yeah, it'd have been like, it's fucked that, mate. Good. I'm glad I don't drive then. I yes, yes, yes. Yes. Absolutely so, not. Before yeah. we finish, mm. favourite Kanye song? Uh, 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 did he record um, a version of The Locomotion? No. I don't know. I don't know who this man is. From no. what I understand, he's just appeared, being racist, and everyone's going, ooh, I didn't expect that. Well, I didn't expect it coming because I don't know who this person is. I have no, no. interest. His wife's got a fat ass. If he's still married to her, is he? No. I think that's what's up with him. He's gone mental because he's yeah. got divorced. I think so. Oh. Pubs are full of these chaps. However, that's he's true. a billionaire. Billionaire. For shouting. A for billionaire shouting. for shouting at people. Yeah, yeah. We don't know any of his records. No. We know his missus has a fat ass because yes. that's the kind of people we are. Yes. Um, and he did Glastonbury. Mrs. J-Lo, not J-Lo. No. Not, which one's J-Lo? She's another singer, isn't she? With a, with a big bottom. Big bottom. Is this a thing these days? Maybe that's what happened. I approve. Well, maybe maybe what happened is that they're recording nice songs and then the Gestapo pop around and say, right, you've got to have a procedure. 
And that's what they've got. And, they, and maybe that's it. Yeah, they have maybe the, the arse made bigger. Yes. Yes. Well, he's been. He's thoroughly disgraced himself. Yes. And now he's gone. Good. Yes, and we don't know any of his records. Not a clue. I am no. none the wiser as to who this person was before you introduced me to him on the one show the other day. I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue. Nor well, do we I can wish blame to. Twitter for our knowledge. Oh well, I'm happy to do that. Hmm. Absolutely. Yes. That makes Are you still on Twitter? I thought you'd gone to Mogadon. Oh, I I went on there, and I don't. I can't understand it. No, it's, that's no, the thing. I, well, I thought I'd wait for you to work it out. And <coughs> oh, no, 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 no. I can't. It's too hard. Oh, well, no, then. My knowledge of all this IT stuff is, is not what it was. They, they've changed it all. It's it's too complicated. It's so very absolutely complicated. Not. No, I shall stay on Twitter until I'm thrown off for saying something appalling, which will probably happen, and then I live up, live in my village and remember what I had. Twitter. You're better off without it. I've had a good few, uh, well, a month or so where I've not been using it, and it's great. Mm. It's great. It's actually no. nice to just spend the night with your head torch on, reading your book with the fire going. <laughs> you know, like some crazy person. That does sound better. It and, does sound better. It's got me two KW's diaries. Uh, and talking of which, so it's uh, it, it's nearly time for us to go, and so we must remember, of course, that uh, all you've got to do. Not not on Vision this one because probably the BBC get a bit upset. Um, yes. but uh, you'd be able to just pop over to iTunes or wherever and, and YouTube. Nice, uh, and what? Don't you put it on YouTube as well? No. We'd have to make a video for it then, wouldn't we? Oh, I don't know how these things work. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll work figure it out. There'll be Look, instructions. There'll be instructions in the yes. in the little righty bit for this. We'll put instructions exactly. And then, Go on to YouTube, uh, YouTube probably, or iTunes definitely, and look for nice things, box of delights, and then I think watch Thingy it does, illegally. And... I think Thingy does them, doesn't he? Is it, how do you say it? Is it Toby Haddock or Hadoki? I don't know how you say his name. Haddock, yeah, he does. Yeah. Hey, see, I got both guesses wrong. Yeah, that, that's good. So, I so we'll think... see how he does it. Well, he doesn't do it on YouTube. Then that's the way we do it. Okay, we'll do that. So tune in to iTunes for... <laughs> this could go horribly wrong. This isn't going to work. Right, no, it will. It'll work. So Yeah, it will okay. work. So tune it in to... It will uh, work. It, it won't will. work, will it, Ted? <laughs> no, it will be cool. Yes, tune in on, on iTunes to the Box of Delights, Nice Things commentaries. Yes. Uh, right. Yes, we'll sort it out. We'll sort we'll it out. We'll make it work, yes. So, well, we hope you all have a lovely week at home and until the next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Nice Things, the Antidote to Modern Living was presented by Sir Michael Livesley and Lady Paul Carmichael. The music was written by Michael Livesley and the flutes were played by Andy Frizzell and John No Jokes Please Lewis. Nice Things is a Guilty Dog production.